Welcome to the NPS MedicineWise podcast, helping health professionals stay up to date with the latest news and evidence about medicines and medical tests. Yeah, hi, I'm Steve Morris, uh, CEO of NPS MedicineWise, and welcome to another podcast in our series related to COVID-19 issues. Look, today I'm really pleased to say I'm joined by Associate Professor Chris Freeman, uh, President of the PSA. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for joining. Uh, look, um, pharmacists have been on the front line of our health services you know, facing down COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm really interested to explore your thoughts on challenges pharmacists have faced and how services have adapted and evolved over the last few months. And in particular, just to get your understanding, what do you think have been some of the ways pharmacists and pharmacies have had to adapt during this period? Yeah, thanks, David. Um, can I say from the outset, I'm, I'm extremely proud of, of my colleagues uh, in the pharmacy profession, both inside and outside of community pharmacy. They've really stepped up um, to the challenge of not just COVID, but the previous bushfires before that and um, have uh, maintained the continuity of service uh, for many of the consumers uh, using their pharmacies. I think in terms of the way that they've adapted uh, one of the critical elements was the introduction of the telehealth um, consultations with GPs. And, and one of the flow-down effects was that was, was how prescriptions were then uh, communicated to patients and then to, uh, obviously, the pharmacies. And we had the advent of digital image prescriptions, which caused um, a lot of, I suppose, anxiety in the profession on, on how to manage that. And, of course, each state and territory, based on their legislation's had implemented it slightly differently. So that was a real challenge for the profession. But I think we've gotten through the hump of that and, and obviously there's a uh, move to electronic prescribing in the future. I think there was some challenges for, for pharmacies around how they rostered their staff. So making sure that they, uh, if they had a capacity, had split teams to ensure that if uh, unfortunately one of them did contract a COVID-19 virus that they were still able to operate uh, many of them changed their physical layouts so that um, we reduced the number of people, say, in, in the pharmacy space at any one given time, maintaining that physical distancing measures. And, and so, um, and then obviously implemented many new services. So some pharmacies uh, started some telehealth services of their own, but also um, took up the call to increasing things like home delivery services for medicines. And I think uh, the pharmacy sector has done a, a fantastic job, as I said at the beginning, maintaining that continuity of service for consumers uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, look, thanks, Kristen. You've rightly highlighted, you know, the fantastic job pharmacists have done in stepping up to the challenge. But all of the of all the challenges, I suppose, you refer to, what, what do you think has been the biggest single challenge? Are you able to kind of just name the biggest challenge of all in this process? Yeah, I probably can't give you just one, Steve, maybe a couple. Um, I think early on, some of the inconsistent messaging around PPE and access to PPE for pharmacy staff was it was a challenge. And uh, we sort of worked our way through that, although there was a continued shortage of PPE for a period of time. I think one of the biggest challenges and has been a challenge prior to the, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, but was um, emphasised during it was the differences in state and territory legislations as it relates to medicines. Uh, and so when we had changes, say, to digital image prescribing, changes to restrictions on supply of medicines, we had to then navigate each state and territory differently, as well as then also trying to con uh, coordinate it at a federal level. So that was a 
huge ch challenge from a policy point of view and then from an implementation on the ground point of view, making sure that pharmacists understood what their requirements both legally and professionally were uh, to their patients based on where they were practising. I think thirdly, one of, the, one of the biggest challenges, and I think everyone appreciates this, was, was the shortages of medicines that were occurring. Uh, and they were, were for everyday items such as um, paracetamol and ibuprofen for, for children, but also some uh, medicines that were heralded as a, a novel uh, treatment or prevention for um, a COVID-19 infection such as hydroxychloroquine, where we saw a um, dramatic increase of prescriptions in a short period of time which created access issues for people using those sorts of medicines for other uh, medical conditions. Yeah, look, Chris, and often look, positive things can come out of difficult situations. Um, what do you think are the positive things that come out of um, the pandemic period in terms of pharmacists' role that, that you'd hope would be sustained going forward? Yeah, I think one of the... the so there, there are silver linings, I think, uh, to, to this situation. Not that um, uh, there are many, but there are some, and I think... Uh, the acceleration and moving towards electronic prescribing is will be of benefit uh, in the long run so that uh, consumers will be able to um, access their medicines through electronic prescriptions moving forward, and that work has obviously accelerated during the COVID-19 pandemic. I think the other positive things that have come out is it's uh, exemplified the real positive work that Community Pharmacy has done in the community uh, in, in providing essential services, and I think that has come to the forefront as well, uh, working with other health practitioners to make sure that there is that continuity of medicine supply and, and healthcare more, more broadly. And I think the other positive thing was um, acknowledgement that uh, legislation at a state and territory level continues to be problematic and we need to um, now focus on making sure that there is better harmonisation so that when there is acute health policy change occurring in response to a pandemic like COVID, that we can implement these things quickly and easily. Yeah, thanks, Chris. And look, do you think um, the pandemic has changed pharmacists' relationship with, with other stakeholders in the health system? Yeah, I think it's, uh, Steve, I think it's actually forced the issue um, in many ways. And so we've heard anecdotes and stories of um, pharmacists working very closely with their local general practice or other allied health providers to make sure that there was continuity of, of care. So, for example, we had some uh, general practices uh, primarily using telehealth consults and so required um, the person to come into the community pharmacy to get routine checking done, for example, having their blood pressure measured, uh, making sure that they had continuity of supply. So I think uh, it, it forced uh, that collaborative environment and, of course, uh, many pharmacies provide uh, vaccinations for people in primary care and uh, where we had many GPs who were using telehealth, that required uh, collaboration with the com local community pharmacies to make sure that there was uh, continued access to vaccinations at a really critical time where we didn't want uh, uh, not only a, a coronavirus pandemic but an influenza pandemic at the same time. Just to change tack a little bit, so at the beginning obviously pharmacists have been the front line of of COVID-19 um, providing services. Do you, do you have any insights on how pharmacists have looked after themselves, particularly their own health and their own mental health in, in dealing with the many issues they will be facing? Yeah, Steve, this, this was a really important issue and one that I was um, quite anxious about even early on when the pandemic was really kicking off was 
making sure that there, there wasn't going to be profession-wide burnout uh, within the pharmacy profession, uh, given the, the stress and continued anxiety um, that the profession was under, coming out of um, significant bushfires and then into the pandemic. And uh, we were regularly in contact with uh, many pharmacists, making sure that they uh, were taking breaks when they could, uh, referring them to some of the um, uh, support lines that we've got available to the profession uh, and, and sending general messages out to, to the broader profession to make sure that they're looking after their own health and not just the health of their patients. It's really critical and we're continuing with those messages because even though we've seen uh, sort of a softening of the pandemic here in Australia compared to other places, the, the continued stress and anxiety is, is still an issue and uh, what we don't want to see is um, in the aftermath of the pandemic, you know, profession-wide burnout amongst pharmacists. Yeah, that's absolutely fundamentally important, Chris, as you say. Look, and thanks for giving us a broad overview of um, what pharmacists have been able to do and support during the, the pandemic. Are there any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our listeners? Oh, really just to, um, again, thank the, the pharmacy profession for, for really stepping up and working through the pandemic. We've still got a way to go, and uh, I'm sure that the profession will be uh, called on once again uh, to manage another situation as it arises, whatever that will be. And so... Um, you know, I thank and, and honour the pharmacy profession for their incredible work through a really difficult time. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. And thanks for taking the time to be part of this podcast. Thanks, Steve. And as always, just a reminder to our listeners, um, further information on COVID-19, uh, quality use of medicines issues can be found at our website at mps.org.au. Thank you for listening. For more information about the safe and wise use of medicines, visit the NPS MedicineWise website at nps.org.au.